0: Welcome to the show everybody it's time for the sports 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 podcast sports. the only sports comedy podcast that is recorded in this apartment in Los Angeles at this time uh, as always I am Joel Anderson I'm Jordan Pomville and joining us is the sports outsider Phil Ranta my name is Phil Ranta uh, Phil did you catch any games this week I did not catch any games this week no
1: no, wait, I
2: quick question, Holy Phil, Yes. because I thought, I didn't know if this was a bit or not, did you really not see any, have you really this entire time not watched a game? I
1: literally this week did not, no, I, I am being dead serious every episode, I would tell you and I would be proud of it if I did watch a game, but... Uh, I played a little Assassin's Creed on the Xbox 360. Wow, that's just... That's a game. It's, I don't even know what that is. I, what I is, that? Is, that? is that? It's a, game, a great but... game.
0: You're an assassin. You you assassinate people. You probably shoot you zombies could, You couldn't or have turned it off for like a half hour to watch a little Sports Center in preparation for your podcast, what your would sports have been the podcast.
1: Point? I would have just been confused and scared.
0: I guess we have to fill him in. Yeah, fill me in. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: All right, well, there's a bunch of headlines in the world of sports this week, I guess. National Football League is king. And if that king had a prince, it would be the Tebow child. Joel Anderson had some choice words for Tim Tebow's ability, or lack thereof, last week. He had a disappointing first half, and then led his team Uh, down 15 points. Scored 15 points in the final three minutes. Okay, he did not single-handedly
0: score 15 points. A game-tying
2: two-point conversion, and then Mm. took him into OT, won the game. The Broncos are psyched. Everyone in Denver is chanting, Tebow, Tebow.
0: tebow I just don't understand how Matt Prater, in his 52-yard game-tying field goal, has been just completely overlooked here. I don't know who that is. He's their kicker. Oh, that's great. The, the, the most important person in this comeback, I think, if you ask me. Then how me. come nobody cares about the kicker? No, but literally nobody cares about <laughs> kickers. true. Nobody cares about the kicker. Okay, so, a big I mean, first of all, let's point out, Miami is now 0-6, right? Miami's a pretty Miami's terrible a team. Miami's a really bad team. Yeah. Uh, but a great city. Excellent sangrias. A I lot have, of people have, dancing. The hips not aren't lying. My,
1: I've never been to Florida. It's statuesque people
0: walking around being beautiful. Nobody works. I just think it's worth noting that he did not throw the ball well. Did not pass well. The The final pass that put him on the one-yard line for the game-tying touchdown was one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my entire life. It was wobbling. It, it wasn't even a wounded duck. It was a retarded duck. Okay? Like... And the guy had to lay out to catch it. And, and so if you ask me, I think Tebow got lucky.
1: That sounds like part of Tebow's strategy <laughs> was to look weak so that the other team started lowering their defenses false and then crush them. Yeah. The Trojan horse was his old man body. He that's, is an old that's man. That's interesting
0: strategy. Right? Most people against the Dolphins have taken the strategy of, this is a really awful team. Why don't we just go ahead and beat them? But well, Tebow decided to play cat and mouse with them for an entire game. And then score 15 points in the last two He's playing mental games like Dexter.
2: Item number two, college football.
1: Woo, college! A lot of good college football. A lot of
2: good college football in a stunner. Michigan State Uh, upsets Wisconsin uh, at home under the lights. A last-second Hail Mary had to be reviewed.
0: One of the greatest moments of my entire life. And I know the fact that it happened in a sports game that I did not participate in says something about my life. I'm really sorry about your life. Wow. But it's still true because that was truly epic and truly amazing.
2: So we're halfway home. BCS standings are out. Who do you like in the BCS national championship
0: Ah, game? I think it's going to be either OK State or Boise State.
1: I think that someone named OK State can't do really, really well. (laughs) I think they're just going to do OK. Here's who I see him playing. Harvard, Yale, and Princeton take their best players and make one super group, right? Okay. They come up with a bunch of trick plays. They get Tim Tebow as their quarterback to get that Trojan horse in there. And they take it all Mighty Duck style. Estevez coach optional.
0: So you heard it here. Phil making the bold prediction that... It
1: is a valiant prophecy. An amalgamation
0: of several Ivy League football teams will join together and win... Uh, being coached by Emilio Estevez and running a series of ridiculous trick plays with a star quarterback who no longer has eligibility.
2: I can say in my heart of hearts, this is probably the best analysis we've had on the podcast. (laughs) I would say so, yeah. And totally mean it. So, (laughs) kudos, Phil. Of course, of course. Uh, You know, I think it's going to be LSU, and I think they're going to be playing... I don't think it's going to be Boise State. I think it's going to be someone out of the Big 12, and I think it's going to be Oklahoma State. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Stanford. One of these I'm going to hem and haw. Oh, uh, it could be Yeah, Stanford has a, a really good way to stay. Really good way. Really good schedule ahead of them to stay undefeated. Yeah. They're going to house USC next week.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, I, you know, I I, I got to give Stanford a shot there, too. If, 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 if any of those teams run the table, they're going to go ahead of Boise State.
2: The NBA has canceled another two weeks of the season.
0: Aren't they just going to cancel the whole season pretty the,
1: soon? They're doing it very slowly. Yeah. Well, now, like, what if they do have a season? Will it just be a really short season?
0: They well, might play, like, a half season and yeah. then the finals. That's
1: what they did
2: during the last lockout. I believe that was 98, 97, yeah. I 98? 97, 98?
0: I don't remember. I don't really follow NBA basketball. In,
2: in any case, in the meanwhile, all-star NBA players, uh, Kevin Durant, Allen Iverson, they're organizing tournaments for charity. Well, all-star nice. games... Uh, in Oklahoma City, in Las Vegas, in all these in all these great areas, uh, charging money but then giving the money to charity. The basketball players are doing it because they want to play the game. Yeah. And the score of the one uh, that Kevin Durant did in Oklahoma City was 176 to 171.
1: That sounds like an awesome game. And if you watch but, the – they playing NBA Jam? Was there like a five-point basket?
2: This was like And One Mixtape Tour, which if you watch was an awesome show. It's not on anymore. <laughs> Isn't
1: that the one where they would do the crazy dunks?
2: Right. That's basically See, I what this that was. that game. That's basically what this was. LeBron James doing the windmill dunk. He, he's bouncing off the glass board, and then slam a jam a ding dong right into the basket. Were they like playing against slam, the Washington slam Generals slam awesome. or whoever the, the
1: Capitals? Who did the Harlem
2: Globetrotters like M- play?
0: <laughs> Washington Generals.
1: Washington Generals. Yeah.
2: It's like an NBA All Star game. There's no defense. That's 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 one of the biggest. You know, players' union representatives. The owners want a salary cap and traveling to be called. Yeah. And so. <laughs> In, 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 in going outside the system, they can play how they want to play. And you know what? I guess I don't miss a season. If they're going to play these awesomely entertaining games with slam dunks and celebrities and the money's going to charity, I don't need an NBA season. See, I need
1: one of these a week. I'll tune in. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And that's why professional wrestling is one of the greatest sports in the world. <laughs> because the same thing. It's all flash. So Golf exists. And <laughs> that is news. There are
2: rules yeah. that govern golf, and they've changed one. This is what long considered one they of the never harshest. They do that, do this they? Is, no, it's very rare. And the organizational body that changed it, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club.
0: Oh, yeah, my uncle Fergus McAndrews is in that.
1: Interesting. Oh. All right, all are right. They, are they like the not masons? Not an do, you, do you have to, like, slaughter a
2: goat in order to get in it? That's not what the masons do, Phil. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> The Masons are primarily a charitable organization. Sure. It does a lot of volunteer work, you know, networking, that sort of thing. Can
1: I cut a promo against
0: the Masons? Yeah. And, and secondly... Look at him, Masons. No. Secondly, Phil, uh, who told you about the goat? Oh, uh, nobody. Yeah, I, uh, that's right. Nobody. Nobody.
1: <laughs> Don't hurt me, Masons. I enjoy Weaker. Your... Say it again, weaker. <laughs> Don't hurt me, Masons. All right.
2: That All right.
1: Too. All right. But what makes them royal? Do they come from an, uh, no, no, seriously, it's the first word. Uh, it seems like that means that some sort of leader is being passed down generation to
2: generation. Is a king of golf? Well, we know golf came from Lynx, which came from Scotland. Yeah. I think is this is my just Uncle an.
0: Where Fergus McAndrews lives.
2: Right, right. This isn't an actual club where you play, though. It's a, it's a club that does the rules of golf in association with the much less cool sounding United States Golf Association. Boo. Boo. Right. The Who, Golf Who's going to listen to those
1: assholes? Right. We well, gonna rule change. That's almost as bad of a name as the Masons.
0: I do have to say, if you're on the, <laughs> 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 they were actual Masons at some point, Phil. That's why they're called the. No, if you're on the, what's what it called again? The Royal and Ancient The
2: Royal and Ancient Golf Club.
0: They yeah.
1: can't be called Ancient now because they they exist in the now. Yes, let's shut off they're that old clothing. They, <laughs> well, let's, they, little, let's call them like the Pop Zoom Golf Association. I think golf is big an updates, Phil.
2: <laughs> Not unlike the Masons, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club transcends time, Phil.
1: Yeah, so they're like Doctor Who.
2: Yes. Nice. And they've changed the rule.
1: What's the rule oh? The they've game? changed yeah, the, the, right. the, of the rule of the story here, right?
2: Basically, when you address the ball, when you go up to say hit the ball or and putt say, the ball. Oh,
1: hello, Mr. Ball. <laughs> How are you doing,
2: Mr. Ball? Yes. Charlie. The, the freshmen on the golf team did that a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, they never got into the Masons.
0: <laughs>
2: but when you address the ball, hello. if it moves without you striking it, you are penalized a stroke. So if the wind blows, when you square up to the ball, before you even touch it, you'd be penalized a stroke if the wind blows and moves the ball. They have changed it now that you will not be penalized. The original rule is you don't touch
0: it, it moves. That's a stroke. Well, do you have to play it from where it moved to? Yes. Could you hypothetically get a hole one after the fact because you move up to address the ball and then a gust of wind blows it into the hole?
2: Or, say, interruption from a groundskeeper trying to kill (laughs) groundhogs.
1: I'm all right. The royal and ancient order of golf is safe in my room.
2: That is a great song. That was. I love that song. song. Uh, Joe Torre, in his fake executive uh, title, executive vice president of baseball operations. That's made up. Yeah, is looking into the drinking that went on in the Red Sox clubhouse.
1: (gasps) Uh Uh-oh.
2: Yeah. People in Boston drink alcohol? some do.
1: Wow. Oh, go figure. Wow. Wow.
2: Wouldn't happen the Mason Lodge. No. <laughs> Just saying. So, only 13 teams in Major League Baseball allow drinking in the clubhouse, and there's talk that the MLB could ban the practice league-wide.
1: Why? Mm-hmm. Like wh- how does this affect why? You know, and I I would I would ask that too. Is this a kindergarten? They should. They're adults. They can have an adult beverage. They
2: work Thank every you. day, quite literally, during the season. They go a month, and in a month, they might have a day or two off.
1: Does in, that mean that if not, they, they in the World Working. Series, they couldn't like spray champagne on each other in the locker room very homosexually? No, that's.
2: I, I think they allow I that. Of okay. But, yeah, I don't think there's anything really. I don't know how. Wh- oh, it I, is.
0: That's the way I experience it. You think it's gay to spray champagne on each other after? Well, they're they're half naked in the no, locker room. No, no. What are you watching? Uh, they're shaking. never half naked.
2: They have their uniforms on.
0: No, th- no. Yeah. Did you just like Google guys spraying champagne on each other? No, and then... this is
1: the way it's portrayed in movies. This is my frame of reference. That when people win something, Art. like half of them have their shirts off, and one of them's in a towel, and they're shaking the thing. Phil, and is
0: just, the no. movie in no. question? Was the movie in question a sequel? And was it more than than five? It it might have been basketball. It may have been. They that might not be the best source there. That well, was a comedy. That was a comedy. Major league, maybe. There is no more manly act than spraying champagne on another man after having won a significant sporting achievement. Right. What, and, what and, about and grabbing Tabasco sauce? On admittedly, each other? I don't think that would be more manly. He has a point there. I think it would be more manly if they did it with Tabasco sauce. There we go.
2: And now also, and Phil, you have this one, the Bill Buckner Ball.
0: Yeah, I was on
1: eBay, as I usually am to make all of my purchases, and uh, I saw that there was a Bill Buckner Ball up there. $1 million for the Bill Buckner Ball. Very nice description where I learned some things about uh, how it's cursed, and it cursed a team. And uh, it was up for one million million, zero zero bids. Right now as we're recording wow. at the auctions about to end, and still no bids. Uh, but Keith Oberman uh, has been trying to get this ball for a while. Won't put down a million dollars on it.
2: I guess not. He was outbid the first time by Charlie Sheen. Ooh. Mm. And then I, I do, I do, the name of the most recent owner escapes me. Yeah, but I'd, I have, I have I a feeling know. it's probably uh, nerdy make too much money. Yeah. At wow. ebay.com. Do they have, do they have usernames Maybe there? Maybe
0: Oberman lucked out. These people sold this ball. What if it's like a cursed monkey paw kind of deal? They're like trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Then I would think
1: they would mark it down from a million dollars. Like, when when did. <laughs> because that's not a good way to get rid of a cursed. If I had a cursed monkey paw, I would just give it away. I wouldn't be like, I'll put mm. it on eBay for a million dollars. You're selling it, it for too little. It.
0: Everyone will be tipped to the fact that it's cursed, Phil. But the million dollars
1: would probably be cursed then. Oh. If it's a cursed ball. That's a fair point. And then whatever you spend the money on, then your <laughs> wife's going to leave you and you're going to be alone in your castle running a royal order of ancient mm. something that nobody cares about. Game 5 of the World Series, Rangers and
2: Cardinals. The World Series probably will have concluded by the time this airs. But in Game 5, there was a bullpen miscommunication in which the noise of the stadium apparently affected uh, LaRusse's ability to communicate with his bullpen coach. Oh, wow. He wanted a righty and a lefty getting uh, loose in the bullpen. Only the lefty was getting loose. Again, tried to get that same righty to get loose later. And so when he yanked the lefty, they were going to bring in the righty. It was the wrong righty. It was a guy who wasn't supposed to be pitching that day.
1: Wow. I can yank with both my righty Completely and Completely miss two. her. And the, and the
2: name. Oh. Boom!
0: Look out, world.
1: They would love you. They would I call you a
2: card. Me. They might call you a card.
1: <laughs> i the mean, Joker
0: card. Jordan, how, how, uh, how would that even happen? What would that be like?
2: Well, that's this is awesome because part of being a sports podcast, we have access.
0: Oh, I wow. like access.
2: Yeah. To sounds of the game. Ooh. Oh, my. Yes, sounds of the game. So we have access to that. We, we have the audio. We can play now exactly how the miscommunication went down. The pitchers' names sound nothing like each other. So it'll be kind of oh. interesting. Oh Let's listen in.
1: Yeah, let's right. let's, let's hear let's the bust guy. out the yeah. cassette deck.
2: Oh, jeez. This is so boring. I should have been a football coach or something. Huh? The bullpen phone. It's my time to shine.
0: Uh, Derek, Tony here. Oh, hey,
2: Skip, how's it going?
0: Managing a baseball game.
2: Yeah, I hear that.
0: How are your kids? Damn it, pay attention, Derek.
2: I'm currently paying attention. This ballpark is kind of loud, though. Jeepers. What
0: grown man's Jeepers? Listen
2: up. I need to get a couple of guys loose. On it, Skip. I get this. Boy howdy is it loud.
0: Boy howdy? Hold on, Derek. I need a lefty and a righty. Uh, get Rebzinski and Mott. Uh huh. Get Rebzinski warming up.
2: Got it. The Mark Polish guy getting loose in the bullpen. No, Derek, there's more. Only heard the one. Let's go, ladies. You're for your wife, here. Cardinal, so. I'm ahead, shh, Guys, shh, guys, come on. It's Skip. Skip. Sorry about that. W- what were you saying, Skip? Mark Rebzinski and
0: Jason Mott. One lefty, one righty. Right.
2: I got that guy.
0: Also, Jason Mott. Mott. Jason Mott. Sorry, I can't hear you. Going to have to assume you only need one pitcher warming up. Wow. Wow is right. That bullpen coach was something.
2: Awful. Awful. And it was loud, but not that loud. Right. Yeah. Well, here, here we actually have later on, he, Tony Larusa called back. And there was another miscommunication. Ooh, you see, are kidding oh.
0: me. After they blew the game, another miscommunication.
2: Another miscommunication. Here, here. let's listen in. Boy, that was really odd that Skip would have Repzinski pitch to Mike Napoli. Oh, so poor. The phone's ringing. Will somebody get that? Oh, right. I'll get it. I'm the bullpen coach.
0: Derek, it's Tony. Oh, hey, Tony. Right, so I don't think you heard me last time. Ha,
2: I know I didn't hear you last time. Let's have another go.
0: Please get Jason Mott up and ready. Lance Lynn? I thought he wasn't going to pitch tonight. Not Lance Lynn. Jason Mott.
2: <laughs> oh, all right, Skip. Pure wacky bullpen management always catches me
1: off guard. Lance Lynn it is. And now it's time for another
0: sports fills in makeup everyone
1: that's what i do i'm getting more and more extravagant
2: every time i was gonna say the, the hour you spend in makeup before the weird sports segment adds a lot to our recording a time lot to our Pretty recording for time. you guys it looks it's ghoulish. All for you. ghoulish you ghoulish
1: well this this is actually a kind of a little bit of a halloween themed one that's why Ooh, i picked this okay. one. oh right. it's good tis the season is it pumpkin chuckin'? no it's not pumpkin chuckin', jordan I I have no guesses. Good guess, <laughs> but no. <laughs> this weird sport, bog snorkeling. No, that's, bog, that's
0: snorkeling. Bog
1: snorkeling. One of
0: those things is not a word. Okay, yes. I can Im- I can imagine snorkeling in a bog. How would it be competitive? Well, that's the thing. It is bog snorkeling. <laughs>
1: Bog snorkeling is a sporting event that consists of competitors completing two consecutive lengths of 60 yards uh, water filled trench cut through peat bog. So they cut a trench through peat bog, they fill it with water, and it becomes swamp, like a swampy mess. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Oh. Wait,
2: what is is peat bog a proper bog? Like, this isn't a type of bog?
0: Just, I think it's mostly like muddy water. Is it like peat? No, like, Pete, you, you peat vi- is like. like Condensed like plant matter of some sort, right? Pete mm-hmm. is where coal comes from.
2: But right? wait, but wait. My my question was: is that is it Pete describing the bog, or is this like peat bog in Scotland? No, it's describing
1: the bog. Like, okay, it, it
0: is a peat bog. Yeah, not. <laughs> it isn't peat bog. It is a peat bog. Yeah. Oh, but
1: you know that it's got to be thick because they have to wear snorkels and flippers for it. Oh. Uh, and they they have to complete the course without using conventional swimming strokes, relying on flipper power alone. They wow. have to do this one what like a fish. What is the distance? Uh, it's sixty. It's sixty yards, but they got to go there and back.
0: That's a that's a f- <laughs> that's like a hundred. Where do they do this? That would be a fairly Where's short t- swimming
1: race. But I don't know uh, how much. The- you guys are not going to be surprised. It's another one at Lant Weird Wells, Wales. We the Welsh, the Welsh again. The Welsh again. Is this the Ugh. same town it's the as the same th- town? No, it's the same town. Are you serious? I forget what the other sport was that had this town. Was
0: it? Was it the Man Horse Marathon? It might have
1: been. I question no this. No yeah, I, I think it was the Man Horse English.
0: Yeah, I think it
2: was the Man Horse Marathon. I openly question this town's motives. Lantward, they're yes. just trying. They're just trying to get in the Guinness Book. It seems like. It
1: seems like. I bet they are. I mean, the it was started in 1976, so it's been going on for a while. Uh, again, it began in the, as a result of an over the bar conversation between Gordon green and a few regulars. God, I think that there's this, this one bar in Wales where all they do all day is sit and be like, you know, it'd be weird if we uh, had to balance eggs on our nose and run a hundred miles. Yeah. Let's make it a sport. You sit down at a pub in Wales. Be careful because you're
2: going to run into someone with a Southern accent who (laughs) wants to bet you dumb shit. Basically. (laughs) Right.
1: Exactly. Uh this this is the great part. Uh well the first uh, world championship of this was held in eighty five, so they were doing this for before nine they years. got up to the so they, they elite did nine level. years
0: before it was a fit. they were just like there's there's probably other good bog snorkelers oh, elsewhere sure. yeah. who before were. Before that competing it was just with. for the love
1: of the game. It was yeah. just a bunch of people in a bog just having a time of their lives. <laughs> then they had to make it all corporate. But it takes place every August. Uh in That's when uh, the bogs are good. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's the bog season.
2: When they're at their boggiest. Yeah. Right,
1: absolutely. Well, they do describe it as uh as the dense weigh in reed peat bog is where it takes place. Uh two hundred entrants each year. Uh and it's actually got a sponsor, like one sponsor that puts it on. The sponsor is my favorite part, is called the Fun Swim Shop. <laughs> That's the sponsor. You'd think, like, Gatorade or Red Bull, someone would... No, no, no. for,
2: for bog snorkeling, no, I would not think those things <laughs> no.
1: at well, all. It seems like somebody would, like, take this on. But, no, the Fun Swim Shop, that amazing corporation. What can we sponsor that's going to make people think swimming and fun? Right. <laughs> Well, there's this event that sounds like it's no fun whatsoever (laughs) where people that you won't be able to see because they're in a murky water and you can see their little snorkel go above water, spend an hour trying to mush their way through 120 yards of bog. Perfect. Please tell me. I'm also imagining
2: a lot of fog around the bog Yeah. might make the signs hard to see if you're the fun swim shop. Right. Not a good idea.
1: Yeah. Because I imagine there's also witches on the side stirring a giant cauldron. With smoke coming out of it. Cackling. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, was, Halloween. Yeah,
0: no, I I have another and this is a legitimate question, but it also could be viewed as Halloween themed. Do they do like a head count when they get back? Cause have you guys seen like footage oh, of those like like peat bog mummies? There's peat bog <laughs> <laughs> mummies? What? Oh there are, yo, like like ancient people like fall into peat bogs. Uh, and their bodies are like perfectly preserved, like thousands of years later, because it's so densely packed that like no air gets to them. Really? Is that how? It, it's just like the it's just peat like peat the are? ice people. Yeah. And people find them. They're like cutting through peat bogs and they're, like, oh shit! And like their skins all black and kind of withered, but they're still like alive. Like they, haven't, they haven't been eaten <laughs> away by bacteria. They're still eating
1: the souls of humans.
0: Yeah. Ah, it's a peat bog mummy. <laughs> So, I'm just saying, I would... Are you I sure would... this
1: wasn't a Scooby-Doo episode that you no, saw? No, it? it was
0: not a... St- it's a peat bog mummy. It is not Scooby-Doo and the peat bog mummy. No, there are mummies that get found in peat bogs. And apparently more now because yeah, they're I sending people so. in there willy-nilly. <laughs> and The mummies
1: are going to get them. Well, first of all, I should say that the world record holder, 84 seconds.
0: Oh, That's bro. fast. 84 seconds for 120, 120 yards yards in fast. In peat and not, bog, not, not bog. in some just, just kicking. Flippers. Yeah. Through in a the peat bog. That's fast as hell. That's pretty good.
1: I, I don't, don't know if do I that. could run 120 yards in, in 84 I seconds. Think, I'd probably start I coughing. I think you could, Phil. I'm pr- I'd get pretty 120 tired. 120
0: yards is not a particularly long distance to run.
2: I couldn't throw. I couldn't run that through a bog.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: I couldn't either. I'd yeah. end up
1: a mummy. That's true. I'd get eaten by a mummy probably. This is great though. This is great though. There's a men's champion. There's a women's champion. And then, for the up-and-comers, there's a juniors champion. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Current junior champion is Jonathan Hilliard. So, congratulations, Jonathan. I'm sure you're listening out there. Uh,
0: and not congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Hilliard. Right. Where <laughs> who has are a you? You negligently allowed their son to compete in a box. I just imagine him like a five-year-old
1: with floaties. And they're like, yeah, my son can swim. Get him into the peat bog.
2: <laughs> I did not want to go to the peat bog. I said, mommy, peat bog,
0: mommy.
1: So, box snorkeling championships. You guys want to go next year? I am, I am in. Yeah, I'm not. You guys can go without me. I got with flower miles. Perfect.
0: See you there, buddy.
1: I've got a snorkel you guys can't borrow because it would be ruined <laughs> <laughs> in a peat bog. <laughs> and that was another episode of Weird Sports. IndyCar racers, huddle up. First of all, everyone in the IndyCar circuit management is devastated about the crash last week and the death of Will Weldon. Before you guys race today, I just want to tell you about some changes we're instituting to ensure your safety. It is about time. Yes, yes, we thought so too. So the first new rule, instead of wearing your regular driving uniforms, y'all are going to be covered with pillows. You mean like sleeping pillars? Uh, yes, by covering your bodies in pillows, and otherwise Deadly Crash will feel like a big leap into a warm comforter on a snowy morning. How the hell are we supposed to race when we're covered in pillows? Uh, it won't be easy, but you guys are athletes. Don't forget, you have to do this for the love of the sport, the need for speed. Well, I won't be able to drive as fast if I'm covered in all that padding. Oh, yes, about that. You will no longer be driving cars. You'll be running. You mean... With our lurgs? Exactly. Studies have shown that 100% of all IndyCar accidents are caused by cars crashing. By eliminating the cars, we eliminate that threat. So we're just going to be running. Exactly. But don't worry, we're still planning on maintaining the integrity of the sport for all your fans. How the hell are you going to do that? No one's going to want to watch a race without cars. You're right. Turns out all that yelling can be very distracting. You may trip over your feet when you're doing all that running. So we're gonna run all of your races inside of a bouncy house. You mean, like what they have at children's parties? Yes. No fans will be around to bother you because they will find the
0: event ridiculously juvenile. No distractions, no chance of harm. So there's no fans, no cars, and we're running around in a bouncy house. Yup,
1: that's the new face of IndyCar. But I think you'll find it much safer. But I know what you're thinking, what about the STDs? No,
0: No, literally no one was thinking that.
1: Well, we did. What if you're bouncing around during an IndyCar race and your pants fall down at the same time someone else's does? You collide and then bam, you have chlamydia. You mean,
2: like the club?
1: We will provide you with a condom that you must wear throughout the entire race, just
0: in case. No, that, that is it. Alright, I, I can't take this anymore. You ever thought that maybe the reason people watch IndyCar is because it's dangerous? Maybe instead of talking about how to make it safer, we just realize that we're all taking a risk to do what we love? Is that how everyone feels? Yeah! yeah. 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 I do, yeah. sure do, yeah. I do! That's how I always feel.
1: Fine. Well, hate to let all these condoms go to waste. Let's go to Danica Patrick's house. Yeah, yeah! Go, Daddy,
0: go go Daddy.
1: All right, and that
2: brings us to the conclusion of the sports 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 podcast. But before we go, we'd like to do a couple, especially for Halloween, violent
1: prophecies. I'm a witch.
2: Oh man, I want to do violent prophecies more. Yeah. <laughs> First off, in the docket, number eleven, Michigan State, six and one. At number fourteen, Nebraska, also six and one.
1: I've got to say, I think Michigan State's going to pull it out because anyone who can beat Michigan must
0: be a pretty good team. Uh, well, uh, I think in in Halloween themes, I think Michigan State's been playing Jekyll and Hyde football all year. Ooh, clever. Here's hoping it's Jekyll. I think they beat Nebraska.
2: You know, Michigan State's in the middle of an extremely difficult stretch. They played Ohio State, at Ohio State, they played Michigan at home, they played Wisconsin at home, and now they go on the road to Nebraska. I'm dubious they can go 4 and 0 on that stretch. I'm I'm going to take Nebraska and I think the home field is is the difference there. It's probably smart. Number number 2 in the docket going to go uh stick with college for one more. Number 9, Oklahoma, coming off a loss against Texas Tech. At number 8, Kansas State. Yes, that Kansas State, 7 and 0.
1: Ooh. Wow, I'm going to have to go Kansas State so that when they win they'll go, "Yeah, you're not in Kansas anymore, are you, bitch?" And then they throw their towel on the ground defiantly.
0: I am I'm going to go with Oklahoma because I don't know how good Kansas City possibly or Kansas City, Kansas State possibly be.
2: I completely agree with Joel. I'm going <laughs> to also going to go out with Oklahoma. I think they're going to be pissed coming off the loss against Texas second. I think they're going to come out and uh, beat the Wildcats. Pro football, NFL is king. New England Patriots, New England Patriots, five and one at the Pittsburgh Steelers, five and two. Uh,
0: I'm gonna have to go with uh, let's say Patriots for no particular reason. Uh, I will pick the upset. I'll go Steelers. Uh, New England very suspect defenses here. I again
2: totally agree with Joel. Suspect defense, especially against the run, mm-hmm. which the Steelers have been known to do. It's at Heinz Field. Steelers.
1: Heinz Field corporate uh, sponsorship.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. These things happen. Anyway, so that that's it. But you can contact us. Uh, you can contact us through email. Sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com
0: You can also follow us on Twitter. Sports3Podcast. That's Sports the number three podcast.
2: Or go on Facebook and dick around when you should be working.
0: Yeah,
1: seriously. Look for us on Facebook. We're there.
0: All right. It's facebook.com backslash Sports 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 Podcast.
1: Yes. Uh, that sounds right. And then also just go to comedypodcastnetwork.com to catch up on our old episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. And check out some of the other shows there. Yeah, seriously, Curtain why not? Jerks. Yeah, there's The Forts, there's Second Column, there's some more premiering soon.
0: I know all these people who do these shows and they're all hilarious. Yeah,
1: they're comedians, they're good. Check them out. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears. Go to comedypodcastnetwork.com.